actually those transformer legs. They're like big yes. transformers. Oh my god, they really do the Michael Bay legs. Yeah, Michael Bay legs. Legs brought to it. you by Michael That's Bay. <laughs> Rebels Mall is the top to all three of Darth Maul's <laughs> Clone Wars bottoms. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he went from bottom to verse to top. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so, you know, and and also <laughs> not Chase, not Chase with their problematic boyfriends, <laughs> dark side boyfriends. Oh, no. <laughs> Luckily, Willow gave me none of those. Okay, none of those. <laughs> Hello there, and welcome to Pink Milk, where we are serving Star Wars queerly. I am your host, your space daddy, Brian, and we are about to take a deep dive into Maul. Not Darth Maul, he's just Maul. Are you with me? Let's do this thing and drink up. I will say the best part of Darth Maul, though, was when he looked like a tiger pacing. And I, the dude just, it's like, exactly. Meryl. That's, what I, wanted, that's what, I <laughs> what I want. That's what I want to do every time I see it on screen. <laughs> right, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. <laughs> um, yeah, it is just like very sexy in an evil sort of way. And it's terrifying all at the same time. Like, yeah, like it's the bad, like, again, I don't even like bad boys. Like, I'm not that person. I like, you know, Thomas, like, wholesome and sweet and perfect and a gentleman. But there's something about Darth Maul. <laughs> Anyways. But he's fine. He was fine. He was great. Then fast forward, probably, when did the Clone Wars come out? We decided, like, 2009, 2007. When did we you know, decide that it came out in our collective yeah. memory? <laughs> yeah. Our revision. We're going to rewrite history. <laughs> We're going to rewrite history, and it will be, um, yeah. Um, Pink Milk Cannon. So I'm guessing it was 2010, maybe 2009 when season three came out. And I've said this before, but I also am very excited that I got this opportunity. So I like to flex whenever I can. And I did go see the Savage Opress uh, little trilogy of episodes in a movie theater like a week mm -hmm. or two before they came out. It's a very cool experience. And when Darth Maul was revealed at the end of that crystal ball shot, lost our motherfucking yeah. minds. <laughs> because I know everyone now likes to talk about nobody's really dead in Star Wars. I don't. I still don't know if I totally get that because I feel like it's only Darth Maul and now somehow Palpatine mm. returned. And I'm probably like blanking on like really popular characters, but I'm like, who else like do we think was dead and then came back? Like nobody. Never well, happens. I mean, it depends on how long but you were thought they were you thought they were dead for. I mean, like Sarah. Yeah. Sarah was true. dead I for mean... like two and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Chewbacca was dead for five exactly, seconds. Exactly, you see? 
We yeah, that's true. C-3PO. Well, that's all one movie. Like one movie told us that like the entire cast was dead. And they're like, Dang! <laughs> <We're> <laughs> um, we can't start that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Especially because it's now my favorite of the sequel trilogies again. I can't well, wait I for us. Anyways, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I we need a Tross revisit. We, we do. Need to, we we need and a Tross revisit, it. and then and we need yes, and we need to single handedly invite the people that left Pink Milk after that episode, <laughs> because there were a handful of people that legitimately never watched us again. I mean, teach their own. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I love you. I miss you. Um. <laughs> Anyway, um, but okay, so it wasn't until that episode of The Clone Wars for me that brought him back. And Brian, back in 2009, I was a young 30-year-old man, thought it was the dumbest thing I'd ever heard because I was like, okay, the dude looked cool. He sold a lot of toys. And I am also not that nerd who like goes to Star Wars and is like, well, they're just trying to sell toys because that's not what it's about. But I was not here for it. I felt that it was going to be very unnecessary. And I could not be more wrong. So Chase, what do you think of Darth Maul in the Clone Wars? Well, I was who is he in that? Yeah. Oh well, I don't. I mean, I don't know who is he, he in that. I mean, he goes he goes from like undergrad theater kid, like high school theater <laughs> kid to yeah to college undergrad theater kid. That's what it is. That's where okay. he's. That's he got accepted into you know local. BFA program and in his in his it's senior year that is Clone Wars <laughs> he's about to do the you know perform in a showcase for all the agents and do his best soliloquy and and Shakespeare monologue and that's a Clone Wars mall um but I don't I when I saw that reveal for the first time I was like living because I really didn't I really kind of lived under a rock when Clone Wars was coming out it wasn't online I wasn't in fandom yeah. and so it was a huge surprise to me and a huge um happy happy shock to see him and i was just blown away by the idea that like he had that much rage in him and that much like lust for vengeance that he could keep himself sustained and keep himself living and then makes a deal with like a talking snake like it was just too weird and good to not love it um uh mm-hmm. yeah but yes yeah i guess those are my intro thoughts on on clone wars before we get any further into it love it um how about you do you have any Clone Wars specific thoughts? Um, not many. I mean, it's so obvious that Clone Wars is when Maul came into his own as a you know complex character with who was eliciting so much appreciation from the fandom and getting people so many people mm-hmm. excited about that character. Like that's when the that's when the Maul stands really like found their own, right? Um, yep. and. Yeah, I mean, like his resurrection was incredible. <laughs> and I really like what it said about the Star Wars universe and about the unkillability of characters, <laughs> you know, as we've kind of glossed over. Mm. Um, yeah, it's like in Star Wars, like anything is possible. Like anyone is going to come yep. back. It definitely, it definitely gave way for like the not dead unless you see a body theory. Like that's definitely, I think was born with. Maul. Yeah, it's, it's true. I think so. And like to piggyback on what you're saying, am I agree? Like I love like spider legs in Star Wars sounds really stupid. Yeah. And then you see it 
But the droid of it all and the man to machine of it all. I mean, there's so (laughs) many many Vader and yeah, Yeah, it really works. It really, really works. And then, I mean, obviously, you know, the role that he played in Ahsoka's arc was. Yeah. Good. Very good. Yeah. And I love how they used that to show the complexity of Maul's loyalty because, you know, otherwise he could have so easily been just so two-dimensional. And I mean, in some ways, the tragedy of his character is that he was two-dimensional because that's all his life ever allowed him to be. You know, he was like indoctrinated from such a young age and he had, and during the Clone Wars arc, we see everything get taken away from him. And... Yep. You know, and so he sort of slides into this role as being like the hand of vengeance and sort of that fills his whole being and he doesn't know anything else. He doesn't have anything else, which is a very sad, empty life. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Yep. And you know what? I'm going to end that thought there because, you know, there's stuff to say, but it happens during Rebels. So we'll get there. Yeah. Well, I to like I wanted to bring up Clone Wars to circle back to the Phantom Menace again, only because some of the things that I hear about the Phantom Menace, I feel were only there because of what you just pointed out. M. like this was Maul's moment to shine. Like then all of a sudden we started hearing maybe we always did and I just ignored it. I don't know. Like he was till, killed too quickly. And the 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 whole relationship between him and Obi-Wan that was not there in the Phantom Menace. It was like over and done with by the time it got there. So like all of Maul's complexity really was born out of Clone Wars and then it spun into other things. Yep. Um, Okay. I also wanted to say that like the, the stuff we get with, with Maul and the Clone Wars, I feel like it really shows a side to the dark side that we hadn't really seen yet where it, it really, to me, proves how reckless and abusive the dark side is willing to go like we knew the dark side was like not the light side we knew the dark side was like bad guys and like using people against each other of course like we knew that on a certain level but through maul in the clone wars we really see how reckless and abusive it is like it really is like mm-hmm. bull in china shop we don't care who we hurt what happens we don't care about any like what happens to any individual person it's just sort of like that chaotic that chaotic evil it's not just like you know a neutral evil it's completely chaotic and horrifying like it just kind of added that depth to it i think yeah there is a way i don't think the clone wars ever made you sympathetic to maul like maul has never been a sympathetic character i don't know sorry go ahead really well i was gonna say like like, go ahead (laughs) no i just but what i do think is that i think he was a horrible character we knew he was horrible and we were like, I can't believe people are still being this horrible to a really horrible character. Yeah. Like, yeah, if that makes sense. No, it does make sense. I was going to say, though, that I feel like the Clone Wars kind of gave him a certain sense of humanity and like vulnerability mm. because we get to see his family. We get to see his brothers. We get to see his mom like that. There's a certain vulnerability to him that we see through like him just by the just in the nature of him having a family. It kind of adds that humanity to him. And also like a relatability in a way, because if you're seeing someone in a family dynamic. So I think it definitely gave us like those sides of Maul. No, I wouldn't say softer, but just sort of like more sides and relatable. I agree. I like I like that. They they the Clone Wars took him out of being a devil to a person. 
Yeah, or like a fallen angel almost. Like a monster. Not that he was ever an angel, but yeah, but yeah, like yeah, more of like a boogeyman than like a Satan. (laughs) Something like somewhere in there is is a thing. (laughs) Oh, a hundred percent. Um yeah, I mean Rebels Mall is so like, oh my gosh. Okay. He he there's so much that's added to him and nothing is taken away. It's like he keeps his air of enigma, he keeps his sort of Shakespearean bombast. Um it, but he his because his loyalty is only to himself and he has no code anymore, like, you know, mm-hmm. he's not a Sith, he's not you know, he's not a just he's, small. Yeah, just small. Like he's not a hand of the empire anymore. Um yeah, I mean, like this just adds to his complexity, right? And and of course, like, I mean, you know, that's just gonna increase his appeal and make his appeal much more broad. I mean, meeting him in Rebels, like that whole arc. <sighs> I mean, I've ta- I, whenever we talk about Rebels, all I, all I can talk about is, you know, is Maul with Ezra inside the temple and the holocrons yeah. mm-hmm. and, you know, like all of that mm-hmm. stuff. Like that is my, like you say Bad Batch, the last episode is your peak Star Wars. Like that for me is peak Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like. It's- okay. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, There's it's so not a competition. Peaks. I'm just saying like in, you know. Yeah. To my I agree. There's yeah. as many like- peaks. There's, if you take both Savage Press and Darth Maul and combine their horns, that's how many peak Star Wars there are. Yeah. Truly. Okay, I can count There those. are so I many. Darth Maul. <laughs> <laughs> Six, eight, nine. You know, ten, and it's just like, oh, and then of course his end with Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I'm. I'll admit it here, <laughs> right I know, now. I know exactly what you're gonna say. Say it. <laughs> I was a little disappointed in that upon first viewing. Oh, okay. just yeah, first fair. viewing. Fair. I was like, that's it. Yeah. And then that that's it lingered. You know what? Thank you. You know what, Molly? This is all your fault, girl, actually, because you brought in a bottom at the beginning of the steam room. And now there's just like I am like a power bottom in this entire steam room right now, because you know what happens sometimes is <laughs> like this. Go, this partners very well with the grower and, and the grower comment from last week. Every once in a while you're put in that situation where you don't know well, if you're a whore like me. You're like, I don't know who this person is, but you know, here we are, we're going to do our thing. And you're like, oh, that's it. You didn't have that energy. <laughs> but you're here now. And, you know, I guess we're going to do this thing. And then you're like, oh, that delivered way more than I thought it would. And you're like, oh, that was good. And that. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. That's like yep. their, their final duel for you. Yes. Got it. It was a small dick, but good top. Darth Maul yep. topped at 52. <laughs> <laughs> I just went there. This is falling apart, I think. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I also like that he looks like a goat in Star Wars Rebels. Mm. I love Darth Maul in Rebels. His anime, yep. I just mm-hmm. think he looks so good. It, it yep. just It's something mm-hmm. about that. I think it's my favorite iteration of him. Mm. It's just, yep. That's why I have my Same. little mini bust. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, Darth Maul's and on Tatooine with Obi-Wan is there's so much packed in there. And I've talked about this before, but I'm going to bring it up again because I think it was a good point. Um, 
the barrenness of the terrain leaves room for the elaborate emotion and all of the mm -hmm. things that are, you know, it's like this landscape that's haunted by the ghosts of the past in so many ways. You know, mm -hmm. like even just with the conversation between Obi-Wan and Maul, you know, in it echo, like it echoes backwards to the prequels, to their confrontation in the prequels. Because one of the things you, mm. I, I was going to point mm -hmm. out with, you know, you talking about the, you know, the during the showdown between Qui-Gon and Maul when Qui-Gon is like peacefully meditating while he's waiting for the force fields to flip over while Maul is pacing, you know, mm -hmm. it goes to show you the difference between these two paths of force wielders about how the Jedi have like serenity, peace, and they're centered in, you know, I mean, for all that we criticize the Jedi, you know, it's a complex situation. And I think that yes. there are times when in the story we can see the, the Jedi as agents of justice and compassion, you know, for all mm -hmm. of their mistakes. And, you know, so he is this picture of those things, whereas Maul is like, he's restless. He he's, has no comfort. You know, he is suffering. He is chaotic, you know, constantly in motion. You know, he can't sit with stillness because the anger and the rage and the trauma that he feeds upon for his power is goading mm. him. Right. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. we get the same. Yep. And then when Obi-Wan is talking to Maul in front of the fire, you know, he's he tells him like his life is empty because he put his energy and his values in the wrong things. Yeah. You know, Obi-Wan knew that, you know, that a life that was centered around violence and vengeance and domination you know, which unfortunately was all Maul ever knew, especially because he was literally psychologically tortured by, by Palpatine. But anyway, mm, yeah, as yep. a child, um, you know, yep. but it, it was like, it was like, you know, again, like I said about, in a way, Maul is a two-dimensional character, but that's because that's, all, that's what he chose. You know, he chose yep. to be an empty person. He chose to have these empty values. I love Al. I, I love it's him. Incredible. <laughs> incredible. Al, I could fix him. Oh Al, with their grandpa sweaters holding Maul is just a vision I need to see. Thank, thank you for being here, Al. Thank you for saying that. I'm not going to lie. Just kidding. When I see, see Obi-Wan holding Maul like that, I know he's dying and everything, but I'm like, I would like to hold Maul like that. Mm, yeah. I Just get like it. a little baby. I get it. And I'm back. Emma, Chase, thank you, thank you, thank you for your lovely insight. Mostly, thank you for your wonderful friendship and uh, being part of Pink Milk. I love and adore the two of you. As you know, to all the Steam Queens that were hanging out with us on Wednesday night, thank you for hopping in the Steam Room, keeping us company, and uh, we love you and adore you. If you would like to join us in the Steam Room sometime, make sure you check this very YouTube channel out. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to it in your podcatcher, head on over to YouTube every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Let's Kiki. And uh, have a good time in there. I love the Steam Queens. They are the best Star Wars fans in the entire fandom. We love you. We adore you. We appreciate you. If you loved, adored, maybe even appreciated what you just saw and you're interested in supporting us, we have some info on Patreon. 
down below. You can check that out. $5 a month gets you uh, a video podcast of my husband and husband, the past live streams of this very show, a discord with said amazing Star Wars fans, commentaries on the movies, all sorts of goodies. And uh, it's great. Part, join the community. Join the movement. <laughs> Did not just say join the movement. <laughs> Brian, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Anyways, if you enjoy what we do and you're interested in checking that out, please do so. Jesus. <laughs> With that, until next time, let's drink up.